Hey, y'all, hey, y'all, hey, this is your girl, Tanetta, your social worker, your life coach, your relationship coach, your black girl that reads. I want to welcome y'all to this podcast episode. This is part number 15 of the book, The Master Key System by Charles F. Hennell. Um, I want to definitely, like I said, welcome y'all back. I know I've been gone for a little moment, but of course I'm back at this time. I'm got situated. I'm in a whole nother city now. I'm, in, I'm actually in Tucson, Arizona now instead of St. Louis. We just moved about two months ago. So like I said, I had to get everything together, get things situated, get settled as much as I can. So I can go ahead and start back talking to y'all. So like I said, here's uh, part number 15 of the book, The Master Key System by Charles F. Hennell. I do want to let you all know that this podcast episode is sponsored by Tanetta Clay Life Coaching. Um, I'll leave a link in the, in the show notes for you to check out the resources, the free resources, ebooks and courses and things like that that I do have available as a life coach. Um, like I said, definitely check, check it out. There is also, since I'm reading this book to y'all, I also have my own author's page over on Amazon. So when you click that link at the, um, scroll on down to the author's page and check out the journals and, um, well, the journals that I have for you, of course, to start writing again, of course, getting your thoughts out on paper. I put it that way. So like I said, definitely check them out if you want a cute journal, but let me go ahead and get to chapter number 15 or part number 15 of the mask key system. All right, here we go. Introduction to part 15. Experiments with parasites found on plants indicate that even the lowest order of life is enabled to take advantage of natural law. This experiment was made by Jacques Locke, MD, PhD, a member of the Rockefeller Institute. In order to obtain the material, potted rose bushes are brought into a room and placed in front of a closed window. If the plants are allowed to dry out, the aphids, parasites, previously wingless, change to winged insects. After the metamorphosis, the animals leave the plants, fly to the window, and then creep upward on the glass. It is evident that these tiny insects found that the plants on which they had been thriving were dead, and that they could have, and that they could therefore secure nothing more to eat and drink from this source. The only method by which they could save themselves from starvation was to grow temporary wings and fly, which they did. Experiments such as these indicate that omniscience, as well as the omnipotence, is omnipresent and that the tiniest living thing can take advantage of it in, 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 of it in an emergency. <laughs> Part 15 will tell you more about the law under which we live. It will explain that these laws operate to our advantage that all conditions and experiences that come to us are for our benefit, that we gain strength in proportion to the effort expanded, and that our happiness is the best, I mean, that our happiness is best attained through a conscious cooperation with natural laws. The laws under which we live are designed solely for our advantage. The laws, these laws are immutable and we cannot escape from their operation. All the great eternal forces act in solemn silence, but it is in our power to place ourselves in harmony with them and thus express a life of cooperative peace and happiness. Difficulties, inharmonies, and obstacles indicate that we are either refusing to give out what we no longer need or refusing to accept what we require. Growth is attained through an exchange of the old for the new, of the good for the better. It is conditional and reciprocal. It is a conditional or reciprocal action for each of us is a complete thought entity, and this completeness makes it possible for us to receive only as we give. We cannot blame, we cannot obtain what we lack 
if we tenaciously cling to what we have. We are able to consciously control our conditions as we come to sense the purpose of what we attract and are able to attract, I mean, extract from each experience only what we require for our further growth. Our ability to do this, this determines the degree of harmony or happiness we attain. The ability to appropriate what we require for our growth continually increases as we reach higher planes and broader visions and the greater abilities to know what we require. The more certain we shall be to disattain its presence, to attract it and to absorb it. Nothing may reach us except what is necessary for our growth. All conditions and experiences that come to us do so for our benefit. Difficulties and obstacles will continue to come until we absorb their wisdom and gather from them the essentials of further growth. That we reap what we sow is mathematically exact. We gain permanent strength exactly to the extent of the effort required to overcome difficulties. The inexorable requirements of growth demand that we exert the greatest degree of attraction for what is perfectly in accord with us. Our happiness, our highest happiness, will be best at best attained through our understanding of and conscious cooperation with natural laws. In order to possess vitality, thought must be impregnated with love. Love is a product of emotions. It is therefore essential that the emotions be controlled and guided by the intellect and reason. It is love which imparts vitality to thought and thus enables it to germinate. The law of attraction or the law of love, for they are one and the same, will bring to it the necessary material for its growth and maturity. The first form which thought will find is language or words. This determines the importance of words. They are the first manifestation of thought, the vessel in which thought is carried. They take hold of the ether and by setting it in motion, reproduce the thought to others in the form of sound. Thought may lead to action of any kind, but whatever the action, it is simply the thought attempting to express itself in visible form. It is evident, therefore, that if we wish to, if we wish desirable conditions, we can afford to entertain only desirable thoughts. That's the thought child, the positive thoughts. This leads to the inevitable conclusion that if we express, that if we wish to express abundance in our life, lives, we can afford to think abundance only, and as words are only thoughts taking form. We must be especially careful to use nothing but constructive and harmonious language, which then finally crystallize into objective forms, which will prove to our advantage. We cannot escape from the pictures we incessantly photograph on the mind. And this photography of erroneous conceptions is exactly what is being done by the use of words when we use any form of language which is not identified with our welfare. We manifest more and more life as our thoughts become clarified and take higher planes. This is obtained with greater facility as we use words, pictures, word pictures that are clearly defined and relieved of the conceptions attached to them on lower planes of thought. It is with words that we must express our thoughts and if we are to make use of higher forms of truth, we may use only such material as has been carefully and intelligently selected with this point, this purpose in view. 
And I want to stop there and give a small commercial break. I just want to remind y'all, of course, that I'm your social worker. I'm your life coach. I'm here to, of course, assist you in, of course, increasing the happiness and the probability that your relationships will, of course, become happy, healthy, and whole. I guess I put it that way. So, of course, I'm here to, of course, inspire you to think bigger and to empower you to become who you are, as well as helping you speak your truth within your relationships. Like I said, definitely, um, this podcast episode is sponsored by, of course, relationships. <laughs> of course, Tanetta Clay, your life coach. And like I said, there's a link in the uh, in the show notes that will take you straight to my link tree, which is going to have some resources on there for you to, of course, work with your current relationship or the relationship that you've had in the past to get over that relationship. I guess I put it that way as well. Like I said, definitely check those resources out. There's an ebook called Where Are You? It's free. You can pick it up once you um, click on the link. Like I said, there's all types. There's a course on there. There's all types of things. There's this podcast on there. There's a way to connect with me or other forms of social media, whatever you deal with. TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, you can connect with me on Instagram as well with that link. And also, like I said, I do have published journals, some cute little journals that you can pick up on my author's page. Once you click that link and go down, scroll on down to the author's page and check those journals out, y'all. So like I said, that's who this podcast is, is sponsored by. Tanetta Clay, Life Coaching. Like I said, click that link to learn more about it. Now back to the chapter number 15. This wonderful power of clothing, thoughts in the form of words, is what differentiates man from the rest of the animal kingdom. By use of the written word, he has been enabled to look back over centuries and see the stirring scenes by which he has come into his presence, present inheritance. He has been enabled to come into communion with the greatest writers and thinkers of all time and the combined record which we possess today is therefore the expression of universal thought as it has been seeking to take form in the mind of man we know that the universal thought has for its goal the creation of form and we know that the individual thought is likewise forever attempting to express itself in form and we know that the word is a thought form and a sentence is a combination of thought forms Therefore, if we wish our ideal to be beautiful or strong, we must see that the words out of which this temple will eventually be created are exact, that they are put together carefully because accuracy in building words and sentences is the highest form of architecture and civilization and is the passport to success. That was damn powerful, y'all. Very powerful. Sentences and, word, sentences and words are the highest form of architectural civilization and it's the passport to success. Very powerful. Words are thoughts and are therefore an invisible and invincible power which will finally object them, objectify themselves in the form they are given. So that means if you give words that are powerful, they'll be powerful. If you give words that, that tear down, they're going to tear down. Words may become mental places that will live forever or they may become shacks which the first breeze will carry away. They may delight the eye as well as the ear. They may certain they may contain all knowledge, and then we find the history of the past as well as the hope of the future. They are living messengers from which every human and superhuman activity is born. The beauty of the world consists in the beauty of the thought. The power of the world consists in the power of the thought, and the power of the thought consists in its vitality. How shall we identify a vital thought? What are its distinguishing characteristics? It must have principle. We shall identify principle. I mean, how shall we identify principle? 
There is a principle of mathematics, but none of error. There is a principle of health, but none of disease. There is a principle of truth, but none of dishonesty. There is a principle of light, but none of darkness. There is a principle of abundance, of abundance, but not of poverty. How shall we know that this is true? Because if we apply the principle of mathematics correctly, we shall be certain of our results. Where there is health, there will be no disease. If we know that truth, if we know the truth, we cannot be deceived by error. If we let in light, there can be no darkness. Where there is abundance, there can be no poverty. These are self-evident facts, but the all-important truth that a thought-containing principle is vital and therefore contains life and consequently takes root. Eventually, but surely and certainly, this places the negative thoughts, which by their very nature can contain no vitality, is, no, is one which seems to have been overlooked. But this is a fact which will enable you to destroy every manner of discord, lack, and limitation. There can be no question that he who is wise enough to understand will readily recognize that the creative power of thought places an invincible weapon in his hands and makes him a master of destiny. In the physical world, there is a law of compensation, which is that the appearance of a given amount of energy anywhere means the disappearance of the, amount, the same amount somewhere else. And so we find that we can only get what we give. If we pledge ourselves to a certain action, we must be prepared to assume the responsibility for the development of that action. The subconscious cannot reason. It takes us at our word. We have asked for something, and we are now to receive it. We have made our bed, and we are now to lie in it. The die has been cast. The threads will carry out the pattern we have made. For this reason... Insight must be exercised so that the thought which we entertain contains no mental, moral, or physical germ which we do not wish objectified in our lives. Insight is a faculty of the mind whereby we are enabled to examine facts and conditions at long range, a kind of human telescope. It enables us to understand the difficulties as well as the possibilities in, in, in any undertaking. Insight enables us to be prepared for the obstacles which we shall meet. We can therefore overcome them before they have an opportunity of causing difficulty. Insight enables us to plan to advantage and turn our thought and attention in the right direction instead of into channels which can yield no possible return. Insight is therefore absolutely essential for the development of any great achievement but with it we may enter, explore, and possess any mental field. Insight is a product of the world within and is developed in silence by concentration. For your exercise this week, concentrate on insight. Take your accustomed position and focus the thought on the fact that to have a knowledge of the creative power of thought does not mean to possess the art of thinking. Let the thought dwell on the fact that knowledge does not apply itself, that our actions are not governed by knowledge, but by custom, precedent, and habit. That the only way we can get ourselves to apply knowledge is by a determined conscious effort. Call to mind the fact that knowledge unused passes from the mind, that the value of the information is in the application of the principle. Continue this line of thought until you gain sufficient insight to formulate a definite program 
for applying this principle to your own particular problem. That was powerful, y'all. Here's a quote by Horatio Bonar. Think truly, and thy thoughts shall the world's famine feed. Speak truly, and each word of thine shall be a fruitful seed. Live truly, and thy life shall be a great and noble creed. Oh, God, y'all, I love that. Okay, here's the part number 15, study questions. One, what determines the degree of harmony which we attain? Our ability to appropriate what we require for our growth from each experience. Two, what do difficulties and obstacles indicate that they are necessary for our wisdom and spiritual growth? Three, how may these difficulties be avoided? by a conscious understanding of and cooperation with natural laws. Four, what is the principle by which thought manifests itself in form? The law of attraction. Five, how is the necessary material secured by which the growth, development, and maturity of the idea take form? The law of love, which is the creative principle of the universe, imparts vitality to thought, and the law of attraction brings the necessary substance by the law of growth. Six, how are desirable conditions secured? By entertaining desirable thoughts only. How are, seven, how are undesirable conditions brought about? By thinking, discussing, and visualizing condition of lack. Limitation, disease, inharmony, and discord of every kind. This mental photography of erroneous conception is taken up by the subconscious, and the law of attraction will in inevitable crystallize it into objective form that we reap what we sow is scientifically exact how can we overcome eight how can we overcome every kind of fear lack limitation poverty and discord by substituting principle for error nine how may we recognize principle by a conscious realization of the fact that truth invariably destroys error we do not have to laboriously shovel the darkness out. All that is necessary is to turn on the light. The same principle applies to every form of negative thought. 10. What is the value of insight? It enables us to understand the value of making application of the knowledge which we gain. Many seem to think that knowledge will automatically apply itself, which is by no means true. And I have another quote, y'all. Um, I will read to every man there openeth the way and the high soul climbs the highway and the low soul gropes the low and in between on the misty flats the rest drift to and fro but to every man there opened the high way and a low and every man decided the way his soul shall go <sighs> like I said y'all I love that I love that I love that y'all that was awesome y'all um, like I said, definitely join me in the next session. Hope to see y'all then. Like I said, that was chapter number 15 of the Master Key System, the book by Charles F. Hanel. Again, this podcast episode is sponsored by Tanetta Clay Life Coaching. Click the link in the show notes to, of course, take you to my link tree that has all types of resources from places to connect with me on social media to courses to um, free ebooks to my author's page that has a whole bunch of beautiful journals that you can of course get get for yourself and get for somebody else i guess i put it that way as well so like i said i'll see y'all on chapter number 16 of the master key system i'll check y'all later tune in in the next in the tune in with me y'all in the next chapter i'll talk to y'all soon peace out